Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. This is the next generation of talk. Now, on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, Rich Zioli. Well, Texas is still standing up to Biden, which is great. And the governor is doubling down, saying, listen, there's an invasion going on in our state. You're doing nothing about it, so I'm going to, as per the United States Constitution. And he's getting a lot of Republican support, as you can imagine. Welcome to the show. Glad you're here today. 855-839-1210. On Twitter, at Rich Zioli. And Biden got the endorsement of the United Auto Workers. And as I told you yesterday, many, 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 many members of that union, much like most unions around the country, are going to vote for Trump, despite what their union leadership says. And Sean Fain, the president of the United Auto Workers, said that exact point on Fox News today, that a great majority of our members will not vote for President Biden. No kidding exactly like i said yesterday you know i remember 2016 how many union guys would call the show and they would say the same thing you know yes my bosses are all backing hillary clinton but it doesn't matter because we are backing trump i'd stop them they'd be down at the um construction spots you know you walk along the street and then you turn around and you would say to them hey like out of curiosity who are you guys voting for they'd say well we're union proud you know they'd have all the stickers on their hats and everything and they'd say but we are backing uh donald trump and they were very proud of that fact. And they said over and over again that that is the majority of all their cohorts. That's what they're all doing. They're all they're all voting for Trump, despite what the union bosses are telling them. And that's a very key point. You know, it's a key point because if you recognize what the working people of America are doing versus what the fat cats in the union leadership are doing, you really get a microcosm of America right there. You know, you do. You get a microcosm of America and you understand why 2020 is going to look a lot more like 2016 or 2024. I mean, it's going to look a lot more like 2016 than, than it did 2020. I mean, it's, it's 2016 all over again where you've got this, this, this populism feel out there where people are frustrated. They're frustrated about a lot of different things and they want change. It's very obvious they want change. And corporate media is saying the same crap they were saying in 2016. Trump's a fascist. He's going to take over the world. He's Mussolini. He's Hitler. I got another clip again. 
Joy Reid comparing him to Hitler again, the rise of fascism, blah, blah, blah. And the corporations, they're all doing the same thing, too. You know, thinking the safe bet to be with the majority of Americans, the reasonable Americans is to back the Democrat in the White House you know, because that makes them reasonable. And they're completely missing the point of how everybody feels out there. People right now are angry. They are giving a giant middle finger again like they were giving in 2016. Rand Paul made a great point today was we're, we're sending more money to the Palestinians. He said, we're, pay- we're basically we're funding both sides of this war. And he said, when did America become the world's sugar daddy? I mean, here we are funding both sides of this war. What are we doing here? I think a lot of people are frustrated with that. I know people are frustrated with the energy issues that are going on right now. I know they're, I mean, you even got this in Chicago. They want to ban natural gas in Chicago where it's freezing freaking cold because it's Chicago in winter and a Democrat alderman, city councilman, whatever they're called up there comes out yesterday and says, you can't ban natural gas. We need it. Our people need it. But, but this is the, the, the disconnect. I mean, it's the disconnect between what people are hearing on the ground versus what the people at the top are saying. And this disconnect is. What is the big story of the day? It's brought to you by my buddy, Dr. Mike Venaria, VenariaDental.com. Go see him today for your perfect smile, VenariaDental.com. So when you look at the people that are voting for Nikki Haley and you realize that they are, at least in New Hampshire, 70% of them Democrat voters, and they turn around and say, yeah, 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 but in the general election, we're going to vote for Joe Biden. Uh, okay. I mean, sure, you they will. They probably will. But the establishment could live with it if she winds up beating him because she probably would if she were the general election candidate because i think at this point anybody beats biden but you see they're not nervous about swapping out biden for nikki haley because they can live with nikki haley now interestingly enough today peter navarro who is one of uh, trump's top advisors was just sentenced to four months in prison for defying a congressional subpoena he would not go to a closed-door deposition same thing happened to Steve Bannon. He got four months in prison. Right now, Steve Bannon is on appeal. So the judges said you don't have to go to court or you don't have to serve your sentence till your appeal wraps up. So today, Peter Navarro was handed down a four-month sentence. And I got to wonder if the Department of Justice tipped off Hunter's legal team. Because you remember a couple of days ago, Hunter Biden announced that he would go for a closed-door deposition. And it happened right as Congress was getting ready to vote to give him a... Formal, I don't know if it was going to, if they were necessarily going to turn it over to the Justice Department for a formal uh, inquiry, but they were certainly going to reprimand him with a congressional reprimand, which probably would have led to a referral to the DOJ for being in contempt of Congress. And if Hunter Biden finds out, you know, that Peter Navarro is going to jail for four months, Hunter Biden doesn't want to go to jail. Hunter Biden does not want to go to jail for five minutes, let alone four months, let alone for, what, 40 years with all the charges that are that are he's facing on the federal level. My point being that, while it's ridiculous to send Peter Navarro to jail for four months. But look, the guy defied Congress and that's how it goes. So that's probably why Hunter Biden decided at the last minute he was going to then show up for the closed door deposition, which is scheduled for next month. It also tells you something, though. And that is that if Hunter Biden is unwilling to make a stand, a firm stand to say, I'm not going to do your closed door deposition, knowing that they could lead him into jail, although I don't know if the Department of Justice would actually pursue charges against him. 
might like they did Bannon and Navarro. But if that's his thinking, like I can't do four months. He certainly can't do decades. Is this when he flips on his dad? It reminds me of that scene in The Dark Knight, you know, where the Joker's talking about the guy, Lao, the Chinese guy who's talking about how he's going to take all the money back to Hong Kong because Hong Kong has no extradition. You know, and the Joker's there with all the mafia members and the Joker says to them, Batman has no extradition treaties. Batman doesn't worry about extradition. And he'll get that guy and he'll make him squeal and guys like him squeal. Hunter Biden squeals. He'll squeal against his old man. Right now, there's a Chinese guy giving a deposition, ironically enough. Uh, closed doors in the House, giving a deposition in the impeachment inquiry about Joe Biden. So if you need to get Joe Biden out of the race because Trump's going to beat him, and they cannot risk that, well, that's how you do it. There you go. That's the pressure point you apply. You apply the pressure point of his son. By the way, Governor Christy Nome of South Carolina right now on television talking to Fox News that Texas has the right to defend itself. Christy Nome, of course, on the short list for the Veep stakes as one of um, the potential choices of President Donald Trump. Should he get the nomination, which he's going to get? So anyway, if you want to apply pressure to get Biden out of the race, I mean, that's what you do. That's how you do it. This Chinese guy who's given testimony behind closed doors today about Hunter Biden's businesses and Joe Biden's businesses, all these things that are happening right now, playing out in real time, you don't think that that's the the truth is going to come out? Of course it's going to come out. It's a question of whether or not Joe Biden wants to face the music or not. Like everybody's talking about Trump defending himself on the stand in the E. Jean Carroll defamation damages trial. Okay, that's great. He'll have to pay some money here. The judge is going to decide what he has to pay. Um, Obviously, it doesn't doesn't move the needle in terms of Republican primary voters. But what they really should be talking about is what this guy is testifying behind closed doors in Congress today, which is we don't know. We don't know exactly what he's saying because it's all a secret deposition. We will eventually, though, probably before the show's out today, we'll get some news on that. But we do know that he's telling he's talking about the Biden family crime family. We know that. We know that. I mean, we know that he's 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 spilling the goods on the money that was transferred to the Bidens. We know all that. And we know the Justice Department's pursuing Hunter Biden. We know all that. So when I, when I think about a guy like Hunter, who so desperately wants to stay out of prison, and I think about a party like the Democrat Party that so desperately wants a new candidate, and this is where the two merge. This is where they can come together. And Joe Biden pardons his son, therefore making all the Biden crime family crimes go away. And then Joe Biden turns to America and says, I can't run for a second term because obviously I've pardoned my son. I've chosen family. I've chosen family over uh, my political future, blah, blah, blah. And then they can make a change. I mean, he's facing dire disapproval ratings among Hispanics in a state he won big in 2020, according to a new poll. Dire disapproval ratings. See, you think the border situation, you know, if you listen to the uh, talking hens on The View and other places, you think that enforcing the border is racist and that Latino voters don't like it. Uh, You're wrong. Actually, that's not true. President Joe Biden is bleeding Hispanic support in New Mexico, a state he won by 10 points in 2020 with the help of a key demographic group. New polling data from Power the Future and public opinion strategies, and we'll talk to Daniel Turner from Public Power of the Future a little bit later in the show today, 
shows that the president's disapproval rating among Hispanics in New Mexico has skyrocketed since taking office. Of the Hispanics polled in the Power of the Future survey, 63% disapprove of the job Biden has done, with 51% strongly disapproving, while 36% approve of his performance. 63% disapprove of the job Joe Biden has done among Hispanics. That's not good. That's not good. You know why? It's it's like this. It's because of the border. It's because despite what Joy Reid thinks, enforcing the border and having a strict immigration policy and border security is not viewed as racist among the Latino community. Just the opposite. They tend to be a community that favors law and order. And they think what's happening right now is absolute chaos. And it doesn't matter if it might be their 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 fellow country men and women who are coming in. Although I doubt that. I mean, if there were if this was a bunch of Italians trying to sneak into the southern border, I'm not I'm not going to suddenly come on the air and be like, well, let them in. They're my people. I don't think it works that way. I think either you support a border that is secure or you don't. I, I think the group crossing that border illegally is not the point. But since the media always makes it the point and says that if you're unhappy with that, it means you're racist. Okay, well, then most of the people crossing the border are of Hispanic origin of some sort. Well, Hispanic Americans don't like it. Much like how Italian Americans would not like it if suddenly a bunch of Sicilians started pouring in over the southern border for whatever various reasons why they'd want to leave. I don't know. But if they did. It's not like suddenly an Italian American conservative talk show host is going to turn around and be like, you know, on this point. Take down the barbed wire because I don't want my people getting hurt by barbed wire. It doesn't work that way. Either you support a strict border or you don't. Either you want the border to be closed and the invasion stopped or you don't. Who's coming over is not the point. But the media makes it the point. And they make it the point, too, whenever somebody says you're going to change the complexion of America. And they think by that you mean make America brown. What, we're, what people are actually saying is, no, no, you're going to make America Democrat. Because the goal here is to get these people in, give them citizenship, give them amnesty. Uh, well, they don't have to join into the culture. Well, they don't have to assimilate into the culture. They probably would because, you know, there's a lot of advantages to doing so. But what people are actually worried about is changing the culture of America, because when the Democrat Party gives them all amnesty, the thinking is they're all going to vote for Democrats. That's really the issue here. In addition to getting amnesty, they're also going to get a lot of benefits, too. A lot of welfare benefits, various types of welfare, which then also makes them dependent on the Democrat Party, which also is a reason why you'll be changing the complexion of America to the Democrat Party, because you're going to be creating new Democrat voters. And if a bunch of poor Italians were coming in over the southern border, you'd still have Italian-Americans turning around and saying the same thing. Say, no, this doesn't, no, just because there are people doesn't mean this is okay. It doesn't change the fact that your goal here is to get them in, give them benefits because Italy's being ravaged by the mafia again or something, and, and make them another dependent class. We see what you're doing. We know what you're doing. And they're also here now competing with, with us for jobs, and we don't like it. The Power of the Future Communications Director Larry Barron told the Daily Wire, politically, New Mexico may be a small state, but these results spell big trouble for Joe Biden. The biggest issues on the minds of voters are the economy and crime, so it's clear Joe Biden's failures are the driving force behind why his numbers are taking a dive. Not good. 
Not good. Now think about Pennsylvania, which is the state that's ultimately going to divide, uh, define the presidency and choose the president of the United States of America. Think about Pennsylvania for a second. Where you got John Fetterman out there, John Fetterperson coming out there, and he is taking the point to say over and over again, we need to have a secure border. I know why he's doing it. He's doing it, obviously, because he wants to sound like a reasonable Democrat so he can ultimately stab Trump in the back. I get that. But he's also saying something that resonates with people. Don't miss that point. What he's saying resonates with people. He's saying that we need to have border security. And it's not because he's racist. It's not because he isn't. I mean, he's married to a to a to an immigrant. He makes that point every five seconds. Which then makes you understand that that's how most people feel. And John Fetterman's not going to adopt this position unless it was popular. If his goal here ultimately is to shiv Trump and be the reasonable voice that comes out for Joe Biden, he's not going to adopt that position unless it's what the mainstream thinking of most Pennsylvanians is. Obviously. And in addition to that, he's also been very, very steadfast in his support for Israel. And he's one of two Democrats who is not going to sign on to a Palestinian statehood measure. The two-state solution that you hear so much about, Joe Manchin, John Fetterperson, these two have not signed on to the resolution calling for a Palestinian state. Now, I've told you before, I think it's John Fetterman's body double who's taken over. Just like in the movie Dave, the body double has become the actual senator at this point. Uh, But the body double would still not be taking this position unless it was a popular position. Because if the goal here is a long con to ultimately shiv Trump and show everybody you support Joe Biden. Then you're not going to take positions that are kooky and wacky because then your long con won't work. So you take positions that most of the voters in Pennsylvania agree with. Which is the border should be secure. America should stand with Israel. And there you go. It's not that complicated to see how this plays out. And it's also not that complicated to understand that John Fetterman is smart enough to know that when a majority of union people in the state of Pennsylvania are going to vote for Donald Trump, the the, the super majority of union guys are going to vote for Trump over Biden. He knows that, too. He knows that as well. So at some point, don't wait to be surprised when John Fetterman comes out and starts attacking Joe Biden's spending and his economy and everything else, because that's the, that's, that's the next thing he'll do to sound reasonable so that he can be the reasonable Democrat who shivs Trump and backs Biden in the general election. If that's his long con, then he ultimately leads the third prong on that stool, which is to criticize Biden's economy, which he's going to do. 100% he's going to do. He has to. Even though the United Auto Workers president, Sean Fain, endorsed Biden, he admitted what I told you yesterday, what I'm saying now, what you know to be true, what historically we've seen, which is that the great majority of his members, union guys, blue collar men and women who actually work for a living are going to vote for Trump. Despite what he says, despite his endorsement, despite the union's endorsement. Cut number four. Look, let me be clear about this. A great majority of our members will not vote for President Biden. Uh, Yes, some will. Uh, But that's the reality of this. Uh, The majority of our members are going to vote their paycheck. Oh, whoa. 
a great majority of our members will not vote for President Biden. A great majority of our members will not vote for President Biden. And Matt, see if you can get a a more extended cut of that, if you could, because I'd love to hear what he says when he says they're going to vote with their paycheck. Because I really, I think that that's exactly right. They will vote with their paycheck. But obviously their paycheck under Joe Biden is not great. And think about it. I mean, if it was, why would all these union guys be backing the great majority, as he put it, the great majority of union workers? Why would they then all be voting against Joe Biden? Why would they be defying their union leadership on this? Why would he why would why would they buck the union bosses? Not that they'd be afraid to buck them, but why would they? I mean, if things were great, if things were great, rosy and economically and their paychecks were killer. Why would they go against what the union is, in, is doing in terms of endorsements? They wouldn't. Right. You, you'd have Sean Fain on there saying, let me be clear about this. A great majority of our members will vote for President Joe Biden because they're happy with their paychecks. But he's not saying that. He's saying a great majority of our members will not vote for President Biden. Some will, but a great majority, not just a majority, a great majority will not vote for Joe Biden. And you know the same thing's playing out in Pennsylvania. Pick whatever union you want, with the exception of the teachers union and the government workers union, because those two unions will always go with the Democrats. It doesn't matter if the state fraternal order police back Biden. Or if they back or if the because uh, the majority of cops are going to vote for Trump. And it doesn't matter if if they if the Carpenters Union votes to endorse Biden or not votes, but gives their endorsement to Biden. The, the majority of Carpenters, the great majority of them are going to vote for Trump. Pick whatever union you want. Electrical workers. It doesn't matter. Leadership can do one thing. Bosses in the union do one thing. The, everybody else is going to vote for the person who they think is best for their paycheck. And that is, that's Trump. You just heard him say it. A great majority. So there you go. 855-839-1210. On Twitter, at Rich Zioli, if you want to weigh in today. A lot to chat about locally and nationally. And the question, of course, is, will Amazon and Ring, the doorbell, actually do the right thing? And that is to stop giving the state your doorbell footage without a warrant have the answer for you and america's nanny chuck schumer goes after nicotine pouches because the guy just can't find something he doesn't want to regulate we'll be right back call from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The Zioli Show. On your schedule from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. Oh, look at that. The co founder of LinkedIn is not going to give any more money to Nikki Haley without a path to victory. Yeah, that story just came out. So, you know, Nikki Haley thinks that she has a chance in all these open primary states coming up where all the Democrats get to vote. But uh, she's going to need to demonstrate a new potential path to victory over Donald Trump before she gets any more donations from billionaire Reid Hoffman. An advisor for the Democratic mega donor told the New York Post today, prior to the primaries, we made an investment in Governor Haley because we saw that her performance in New Hampshire might give her a path to defeating Donald Trump. But the 11 point loss in the Granite State, he thinks that there is no path. He said it's still possible Governor Haley will be able to persuade voters that Trump is no longer stable and cannot carry their banner into the fall campaign before recommending another investment at this later stage. In the process, however, I will need to see a new potential path to victory, given that she did not win New Hampshire. In December, he gave $250,000 to a pro-Haley super PAC that has spent more than forty-two. Million dollars supporting the former U.S. ambassador to the United Nations White House bid. Told you there's a lot of money in politics. You think to yourself, $42 million. That's just that one pack up in flames. Poof, gone like it never existed. $42 million. A lot of people making money in this. Where do you think that money goes? The vast majority of that goes to produce television commercials because they're very expensive to air. And the people that air them, and then do the media buying, get a nice chunk of change, and they do both. Buy the you buy the clip, I mean, you, but you you produce the commercial, and then you do the media buying for it, and then you get a little bit of a of a vig, you know, like twenty five percent of the buy or something like that. It's good, it's good money. And then of course you have all the fancy consultants who get paid a couple hundred thousand dollars to give terrible advice. You have the mail people, you know, send out all the, the fancy mail pieces, and this is the packs have their own people. Don't forget. The campaigns have their own people and never the two shall cross because federal law does not allow coordination anymore. So th- there's there's the there's the PAC people who make all their money, the campaign people that make all their money. And, on, and none of them want want to lose their jobs or lose their ability to, to make money. And since it's so late in the game and they've already made a lot of cash, they want to keep that gravy train going. So that means that if this guy's saying, I need to see a pathway here. That means probably other donors are saying the same thing. And this is where they get nervous. They get nervous now that the gravy train is going to dry up. Because, you know, if you're making a cool couple hundred G's in an election cycle, and some of these people make millions of dollars in an election cycle, you don't want that money to dry up. And as long as guys like this are writing checks for $250,000, you got nothing to worry about. 
But if he's saying, I'm going to withhold the checky till I see a pathway to victory, there's probably other donors saying the same thing. And this is another problem here, because when Nikki Haley comes out and says, we do have a pathway to victory, what she means is we get a lot of Democrats to vote for me in the open primaries that are coming up. We hope Trump goes to prison and then I get the nomination at the Republican National Convention. That's what they're already starting to tell people, just like I told you they would. They're already starting to let that out there. Only problem for them is it doesn't seem like Trump's going to be going to prison anytime soon because there's more stuff coming out about Fawny Willis and her uh, gumada or she, well, her boyfriend, this guy. All this is coming out and this whole case is going up in flames there in Georgia. And it's really, really awkward, too. It is, it was, was described today earlier, a wonderful, wonderful soap opera. And somebody made the point in the New York Times, the far right-wing New York Times, that she should step down in the Trump case in Georgia. Clark Cunningham, a law professor at Georgia State University, writing for the far right-wing New York Times and saying, the case against Donald Trump in Georgia for allegedly participating in a criminal conspiracy to interfere with the 2020 election is more important than any individual actor managing the prosecution, and that includes the Fulton County District Attorney, Fawny Willis, and the case's lead prosecutor, Nathan Wade. In recent weeks, Ms. Willis and Mr. Wade have found themselves in a spotlight that should belong to the serious charges against Mr. Trump. The two are the focus of a legal motion and ensuing news reporting about a possible romantic relationship which has explored whether it amounts to a conflict of interest with regards to the case. You know, they were going on cruises, staying at fancy hotels in Napa Valley, Royal Caribbean cruises. Oh, having a great time. Probably drinks, margaritas and whatnot. The two lovebirds were enjoying themselves. The only problem is he was still technically married. And so the estranged wife wants to know if he was hiding any money from her as the divorce proceeding goes forward, and where the source of that income came from. And it turns out it came from Fawny Willis, who brought him in to be the lead prosecutor, even though the guy's got no prosecutorial experience. So this guy writes for the far right-wing New York Times and says, I'm a law professor in Georgia who teaches ethics and who has studied the legal consequences that might come if Ms. Willis and Mr. Wade are found to have a conflict. And I believe the judicious and far-sighted course would be for Ms. Willis to take a personal leave of absence and turn over control of the district attorney's office and the case against Mr. Trump to a career deputy district attorney. Problem for him, though, is that it's not that simple. It's not that simple because the entire office is tainted now. The entire district attorney's office is tainted, and it's probably going to have to go outside of the, the district attorney's office completely. And let's face it. You know, it's um, it's scandalous. It's sleazy. It's got all the all the makings of a wonderful Hollywood love story. But the problem is it's taxpayer dollars here that we're talking about. And it's not accusations, really. It's the truth. I mean, we know the credit card receipts are there. We know that the two were, you know, we know this. And Ms. Willis has been given a February 2nd deadline to respond to the accusations. She and Mr. Wade could fight the motion, stay in the case. The judge is scheduled a hearing in mid-February. It helps to know Georgia law to understand why the stakes of this complication are so high 
and could be so damaging to the case. Even if the motion to remove Miss Willis, Mr. Wade, and the district attorney's office is ultimately decided in their favor, if in mid-February, Judge McAfee grants the motion and applies the motion to the other defendants, it could bring the entire case to a halt because under Georgia law, if a district attorney is disqualified, so is the entire staff of the district attorney's office. So his point is, if you step aside, it would forestall the disqualification. I don't agree with the analysis here. It may hold off on it, but it's it's not going to forestall it. No way. She's too invested here. The whole office is too invested. The whole thing stinks. Something very rotten in Denmark, as they say. Very rotten. So what that means now is that Georgia's Supreme Court has said that a district attorney must be disqualified if the DA has, quote, acquired a personal interest or stake in the defendant's conviction. Lawyers for Mr. Trump and his co-defendants are likely to argue that Fawny Willis and Mr. Wade concocted the extensive special grand jury investigation, which has spanned about seven months and involves some 75 witnesses and the subsequent 98-page, 41-count indictment against 19 defendants to make money for themselves by enabling Mr. Wade to bill the district attorney's office close to $700,000 by working on both the grand jury investigation and the prosecution of the indictment. Now, this law professor says, I don't know if the, that argument is going to succeed. However, they will be able to cite several factors that seem unusual in this case. Let's go through those factors, shall we? Let's do that. First of all, Mr. Wade was very involved in both the special grand jury investigation and the current criminal case, despite an absence of obvious qualifications. Although Ms. Willis has defended her decision to hire Mr. Wade, his previous experience as a prosecutor appears to have been largely limited to misdemeanors. The amount paid to Mr. Wade so far is substantial, yet Mr. Wade's billing invoices obtained by the counsel are not well documented. Don't always offer, for example, itemized time worked in increments of less than one day. If Ms. Willis and Mr. Wade are dismissed by Judge McAfee, it will be up to the state agency, the Prosecuting Attorney's Council of Georgia, to appoint a prosecutor to take over. And that's where things could go really off the rails. Oh, fun. And you thought we were just having some fun now. Oh, just wait. Take one precedent. On July 25th, 2022, Ms. Willis was disqualified from prosecuting Burt Jones, who was then a state senator, after she hosted a fundraiser for Mr. Jones's eventual, eventual opponent in the race for lieutenant governor. 18 months later, 18 months later, they still have not appointed a special prosecutor. And Mr. Jones, now lieutenant governor, has not even been indicted. 18 months later, they still have not found a replacement prosecutor. That, that's because the group that does this, the, the Prosecuting Attorneys Council of Georgia, what the reluctance is, my guess, is politics. And now the guy's the lieutenant governor. So the other thing to think about is, do any of them want to touch this case against Trump with a 10-foot pole? And they may not, especially in light of all this. Back to the article from the, or the op-ed from the law professor. The delay is not even the worst possible outcome for the case if Miss Willis is disqualified. A special prosecutor could decide to reduce or dismiss charges against some or all the defendants, including Mr. Trump. 
It's very possible the special, what's the name of this organization again? The Prosecuting Attorneys Council of Georgia could decide to appoint a prosecutor who's Trump friendly, who then goes in there and decides these charges are BS, dismisses them. Whoa, how's that? You didn't see that coming now, did you? No, nobody did. In 2020, Fannie Willis won, Fannie Willis won the district attorney election in Fulton County after defeating the incumbent Paul Howard. He had been severely criticized for his decision to indict two Atlanta police officers in the case of Ray Shard Brooks, who was shot during an attempted arrest. Ms. Willis requested that the case be referred to a special prosecutor based on concern over Mr. Howard's possible misconduct. And the director of the, and again, this group is the Prosecuting Attorneys Council of Georgia. (laughs) What a name, right? Uh, That group and the director... Um, took them time, but they, the director himself, Pete Scandidakis, was appointed a special prosecutor. And then after two years, he announced, he had decided the officers committed no crimes and dismissed all the charges. So it tells you something about the political makeup of the council that would then appoint the potential successor to Miss Willis, the prosecuting attorney's council of Georgia. I think it tells you a lot about the political makeup of that group. If two years later, the guy who takes over, who is the director of the group himself, appoints himself a special prosecutor and then concludes the cops did nothing wrong and dismisses all charges. That could absolutely happen here in Georgia with Trump. All that group has to do is put in a special prosecutor who's even mildly MAGA. Or just somebody with common sense who can look at the evidence and say there's no case here. Or they could also just delay it. They could delay appointing somebody for years. They could delay it until Trump leaves the White House. They could delay it until... And Georgia, for them, was always the secret sauce. You know, that was always how they were going to stop Trump. Georgia. Because they always figured, well, there's no pardon power in Georgia. It's not like the governor can pardon him. Presidents can't pardon themselves for state crimes. This is how we'll bring him down right here. This is what we'll do. This is how we'll stop him in his tracks, Georgia. And even though Georgia may be on your mind right now, it's definitely on the mind of everybody watching a very scandalous love affair. Because even if in the next month the judge denies the motion to disqualify, the case may still be knocked off track for a long time. The defendants would likely ask the judge to allow a discretionary appeal, which could be granted along with a stay of the criminal case pending the appeal. And then whoever lost in the Court of Appeals would probably ask for the Georgia Supreme Court to review the issue, possibly delaying the case for additional months. In fact, even before the February 2nd deadline for a filing in response to Mike Roman's motion, the district attorney could take a personal leave until the case is concluded, appointing a chief deputy as acting district attorney during her leave. The acting district attorney could then decide to terminate Mr. Wade's contract immediately and respond on February 2nd that the motion is no longer relevant. If Mr. Wade isn't making money from the case anymore and Ms. Willis has relinquished control, then the argument of personal financial interest in the continued prosecution disappears. But there's another complicating factor in all this, and that is her own gigantic ego. See, Fawny Willis wants to become governor of Georgia. And she thought by bringing down Donald Trump, that would be her pathway to victory here. 
If she were to take a leave, it's going to be an admission of guilt. It's going to be an admission that she hired her boyfriend and used taxpayer dollars to enrich him and thus herself and enjoy lavish cruises and luxurious resorts in Napa Valley wine country. And it's going to be the end of her political career, probably the end of the case. And it's going to make a laughing stock out of this entire ordeal. So much so that it's very possible that whoever becomes the deputy prosecutor might also turn around and say, this thing needs to go away pronto because we are a joke. And now I want to become a district attorney. Whoever takes over with their ego, they may think to themselves, I want the job. So now I want to run for office. And the best way that I can do that is to make this entire fiasco go away. And this guy, uh, Clark Cunningham, this expert in legal ethics who writes this for the New York Times, wants to be clear. And he says this, quote, to be clear, I say this is someone who is generally approved of the way Ms. Willis has handled the case. And I believe that the indictment against Mr. Trump and his co-defendants has a solid factual and legal foundation. For Ms. Willis, taking a personal leave need not be considered an admission of wrongdoing. (laughs) That's cute. That's charming. This is the most important case in Georgia right now, arguably the most important case in the nation and potentially of historic significance. Choosing the option that has the best chance of keeping the case on track, even at a personal cost, is the right decision for Ms. Willis to make as a public-spirited official. Dude, let me tell you something. If Ms. Willis takes a personal leave, that is 100% an admission of guilt. 100%. And it basically says to everybody, the country, everyone, yeah, you're right. I was boffing the guy, and I was giving him lots of your money to take me on lavish cruises where such boffing took place. And yeah, this case is tainted. This whole thing stinks, and it's bad. It's really, really bad. 855-839-1210 on Twitter, at Rich Zioli, if you'd like to weigh in today as everything we discuss. NJ Diet's going to help you lose some weight, 20 to 40-plus pounds in only 40 days' time. Guaranteed weight loss with NJ Diet. Just go to njdiet.com today. You'll lose the weight. You'll feel great. You will be on your way with no shots, no hormones, no prepackaged foods, Uh, No side effects, none of that nonsense, just real natural weight loss based on your biochemistry. And you should do this today because in 40 days, we're going to be taking off the sweaters. We're going to be skipping forward on the clocks, you know, or springing, springing back the clocks. But either way, we're going to get that extra hour of daylight and no spring ahead, right? Yeah. Fall back, spring ahead. So we're going to spring ahead. We're going to get an extra hour of daylight. We're going to shed the sweaters. We're going to start thinking about summer you are going to be uh, 40 pounds lighter, guaranteed. 20 to 40 pounds lighter, guaranteed in writing. So do it today. Just go to njdiet.com or 855-5NJ-DIET, 855-5NJ-DIET, and lose the weight for good, guaranteed, the natural way with njdiet.com. Thanks for listening to the Seoli Show podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the Odyssey app. Well, she brought him into her world of the district attorney's office and now there's a huge conflict of interest that is going to destroy the case and it's irreparable in my opinion in georgia it's over so um so there's that because once this whole thing blows up and the prosecuting attorneys council of georgia which is an interesting group by the way i was uh, reading a little bit about them on on the uh on the break the prosecuting Attorney's Council of Georgia, supporting Georgia's prosecutors since 1975. 
And the <laughs> they have a whole thing about prosecutor conflicts of interest. They have a whole thing about um, trainings. And it it seems to me to be mostly a group of prosecutors who actually are prosecutors, not like the, like Larry Krasner types who uh, want to be there to be defense attorneys. But it actually looks like it's really a group of people that are actually want to be prosecutors. So there's that, you know, and 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 that whole thing means most likely. I'll give you I'll give you one example. Right. So they have a whole thing about how they are sending people to prison for life following a guilty verdict in a in a murder trial. You know, there's a whole thing on their on their website about that. They're not looking to be the Larry Krasner defense attorney types. They're looking to actually be prosecutors. So from that sense of it, that probably means they're more on the conservative side of the spectrum. And then they also probably look at things like evidence. And for that reason, this council, and I'm looking at all these different various people here, um, and their trainings and everything else would probably be more likely to say this case ends. It does not continue. But we shall see because it's certainly going to blow up. No doubt about that. Who makes up the council? Well, let's see. We've got the chair is Tasha Mosley. We got Keith Gamage, the vice chair from Fulton County. So he's going to probably have to recuse himself. Lee Patterson, Jonathan L. Adams, Sherry Boston, Mary Broder, Todd Hayes. Bradford Rigby and Sandy Weisenbaker. Oh, that's the council. That's who chooses. It's that's who would choose Fawny Willis's replacement. Fascinating how that would work. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. We got a big four o'clock hour coming up for you. The latest on uh, the comparisons of Trump to Hitler from MSNBC. Yes, there's more of them, as you can imagine. And will Amazon finally stop turning over your ring doorbell footage to cops without a warrant? Don't go away. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7, Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.